Hello everyone, howdy y'all, and welcome to another episode of Vulnerability Time. I am your host and published author, Trenton Epizon Rucker. Uh, it's so lovely to have y'all here. Um, with us, we have a special guest, um, Chris, my dude Chris, who's also a fellow Fidel brother. Um, Chris attends, Chris is a junior at Middle Tennessee State University and a commercial pilot single engine land chris first off say hello chris hey thanks for having me uh i just wanted to uh thanks for the introduction too it's really good to be on here yes so when you say commercial pilot single engine engine <laughs> engine land what does that mean what does single engine land mean yeah so good question um when you go through the certification process to become a pilot there's a lot of difference you get certified to fly a specific type of airplane so single engine lands um i can fly you know an airplane with only one engine and land that just means that uh, i can't fly a seaplane or anything mm -hmm. so i can only fly uh you know something that can land on the ground wait you can fly an actual plane yeah wait like i can <laughs> oh that is so cool what mm -hmm. yeah i know i'm a licensed uh commercial pilot so i could use my flying skills to make money yeah <laughs> you're a whole pilot what the hell and you're just a junior mm -hmm. at middle tennessee state university that is correct that yeah. is so cool is what i thought that was something like you were pursuing i didn't know you were like actually a commercial pilot no i'm actually licensed i have i haven't totaled my time in a while but i have 170 hours of flying flight time so that's uh in the big scheme of things it's not a lot but it sounds very that's it sounds huge a lot more um, no that's yeah. fucking huge dude what <laughs> how many people can say that they're licensed pilot <laughs> like how many people can say that that is so cool not a lot yeah not it's uh it's uncommon i mean i come from a aviation family so mm -hmm. it's like it's cool but gotcha so do you like are you so i, I went skydiving once um oh okay so the type of plane that i jumped out of that's the type of plane you can fly as well as i'm assuming it looks kind of like the one you sent me on your photo um it depends it uh there's all kinds of requirements but if it has more than like 200 horsepower i can't fly it i need a special uh like endorsement for that someone just like signs me off and says i'm safe to fly um but yeah like they go the faa goes pretty in depth with what what i can fly um but i could you know i could learn that is so cool so it, it would depend it just depends on the plane you know i don't know any of that that you just told me like the horsepower <laughs> i don't know what that i just hear the words <laughs> you can fly that is so dope oh my gosh wow mm -hmm. never well, met a pilot in my life really never <laughs> yeah there's there's not a lot of us there's uh and a lot of them are you know like old guys that uh there's there's a shortage so <laughs> <laughs> 
that's awesome. Well, um, yeah, I guess moving on to, uh, I have a little story to tell that relates with flying. So, um, um, so yeah, I was about to get into that, folks. Um, so we'll be talking about the topic will be, um, mm-hmm. not feeling or not being good enough. Correct, Chris? Yeah. You yep. got a story that goes with that. Alrighty. Well, Chris, the, um, the floor is yours. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, that, what does that story look like? Like, what is that? Um, you know, what, what, what about that statement? I mean, that topic not feeling or being good enough how does that relate to you well really um throughout most of my life i'd never had to deal with failure like i'd say i had a um i'd say i was like a gifted child you know i didn't really have to study too hard in school to get by with like a b or an a so i always just kind of went through life uh not having to deal with failure and not having to recover from hurdles and stuff like that so that's what this story is about just kind of me uh, dealing with um, a failure for the, I'd say it was one of the one of the bigger failures in my life. Um, but yeah, just kind of me dealing with failure and what I learned from it. Uh, this story comes full circle in the end, which I think is kind of cool. So there are some things uh, I'm gonna take time to explain stuff too. So and if you have any questions, all um, you can just stop me. I got some bullet points, so I'll uh, I'll be I'll try to be organized when I when I tell this story. Yeah, go for it. I'm excited. All right. <clears throat> okay, so we already talked a bit about planes and stuff and certification. So, uh, like you said, when you introduced me, I'm a commercial pilot. So, I can technically make money for flying. Uh, you start off, the typical route is you start off as a private pilot, which is just, um, you can't really make any money. But commercial pilot, they can. So, it sounds a lot cooler than it is. Um but there are some services that I could do, like banner towing, stuff like that. Um, but What's yeah, banner towing? so I'm a banner towing. Okay, so good question. So is it like in, a thing in the sky, like oh, it's a girl or it's a boy or yeah, oh, it's one of those. yeah, people yeah, people might do that for like a gender reveal party or um, in like a tourist area or something. You might see see one of these guys towing a banner. It's kind of a. Uh, uh, it's it's a hard job to get. You gotta like know people, um, but you could do like uh, aerial spraying too, like over a, a field or something. Mm-hmm. That's but that's also very you gotta know people for that. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, so I'm a commercial pilot. Uh, every time you want to get a certification or a rating, you have to do something called a check ride, um, and before that. If you go through an aviation college, which uh, MTSU, they have a program where you can progress. You have to go through this syllabus basically. Um, and you take like these stage checks and then you take this end of course exam. So this will come into play later. Um, and you know, you can either pass or fail one of those. So this will this will come around later. But this is a, this is a pretty recent story. This happened uh, last fall right before Thanksgiving, actually. So um, I'm going through my, I've made it all the way through my training. It took an entire semester of flying. I got about, let's say 50 hours of flying. 
which is that's pretty good. Um, so I'm working through this uh, this rating. I get to the last part uh, right before my check ride, and I have to do something called an EOC end of course exam. And this is basically you just go up with an examiner, and they tell you to do these maneuvers. And there's a ground lesson associated with it too. And that's just talking about different types of knowledge that have to do with uh, the plane and uh, you know other stuff related. So I go to take my EOC and we get up there. And the first thing the guy says, he says, all right, let's see, let's see you do a steep turn. And a steep turn, should I explain that? Go ahead, what's it's that? a, so it's a, a it's a maneuver that you do. Uh, it's actually required by the FAA for, you know, all pilots to do it. It depends on the examiner, but you have to be able to do this. So I would, I would consider this to be like a, an essential maneuver, something that, you know, you should be able to do just to get a, a feel for the plane. But basically a steep turn is when you have to turn the plane at a 45 degree bank and you have to do uh, two 360 circles. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This this maneuver is pretty fun because uh, you get to pull like 1.6 Gs. And if you've ever been on a roller coaster uh, or in a fast car, pulling Gs is what's, that's what's fun, you know? So this maneuver is pretty fun, but I get up there and I immediately I do my steep turn and I'm just slowly losing altitude and I keep going on with the maneuver, the maneuver and I just get out of standards and I fail right there. Um, and so the guy said, all right, you just went out of standards. Um, do you want to keep going with this or do you want to, uh, do you want to end it right here? And so I told him to, to keep going. Uh, it didn't really, uh, it was, that was kind of like a big moment. Cause I was like, wow, I just messed up a really easy maneuver and I could have done something to fix it, but I just kind of froze up and I messed up on this on this one thing. So I was like, hey, can we try that again? Uh, and the guy said, the guy just wouldn't let me, you know, I, I'd, already, uh, I'd already failed. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just keep flying. I'm already up here. Let's, let's see what else, uh, let's not make this a complete, you know, waste. So we keep going and uh, we do all the other maneuvers. They, they went, uh, they, were, they were okay. Um, yeah, they were okay. I, uh, so we were heading back to the airport to go land and I messed up my, my pattern. So what that means is when you start to approach the airport, there's a certain way that you fly when you're in the vicinity of the airport to set up to land. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so I messed up my pattern uh, really badly. I was I was off altitude basically, and the examiner I was with, uh, he said I flew like a private pilot, which was, that was pretty um, pretty mean in my opinion. Private no, pilot. No, that's not a good thing. No, no, no. So because I was a private pilot, that's like the beginner. I'll have to explain this a bit. That's like, that's like, that's like calling someone like a, that's like the first certificate that you get. And because I was going for commercial, which is after that, uh, if someone said I flew, 
basically like a private pilot that would basically say I'm like, I'm like a novice. <laughs> Does that gotcha. make sense? So it's not private jet. That's not okay. Not at all. No, 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 no. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, that wasn't very nice. That definitely, uh, definitely hurt me a little bit. And, um, yeah, so I failed this EOC. And once I got back down, uh, once we got back down, we went through the debrief and, you know, we just went through all these things and it just kind of felt, um, surreal, I would say. I was definitely mad at myself because I messed up and uh, I could have easily fixed my mistake, but I just, I don't know. I can't explain it. So that happens uh, right before Thanksgiving. Uh, I have to, I went back and I had to fly a couple times to get recurrence and proficient. And yeah, that just kind of messed up my winter break. Uh, definitely, I would say it made me a little depressed just because I, I failed this thing. And then I started thinking and I realized the guy was right. You know, I did fly like a private pilot um, and I need to do better. So I started uh, doubting myself and my abilities. I really questioned if uh, this was the career that was meant for me. Hmm. Um, I figured, uh, I don't know, I just, I just didn't want to, uh, I didn't think I was good enough to be a pilot and pursue this. So I started, I was doubting myself, um, you know, like I just, I would just keep asking myself, why did I mess up this simple thing? You know, I'm better than that. So, you know, uh, over winter break, I keep flying, uh, keep, keep training and, uh, I eventually retake the, uh, EOC and I pass this time. So that was, that was nice. Um, but this circle is going to, uh, oh, <laughs> This story is going to come for full circle in a bit here. So about two weeks ago, I was helping my uh, friend prepare for his check ride. So he's also going for a, um, a rating. Uh, and a check ride is flying with someone from the FAA. And they make you, you know, do maneuvers and stuff. And they ask you a lot of questions. So this is a really big, really big deal for him. Can you, um, you said EFA, is that what you said, EFA? FAA, sorry. F FAA, can you um, remind FAA. us once again what that stands for? Yeah, so the FAA is the governing body for all of aviation. Um, you know, they regulate like the, uh, the requirements that you have to do to get a certificate or rating, um, and they're just the governing body. You know, they have a, yeah. Sorry, I should have explained that. No, you're fine. So, so yeah, my friend has to prepare for his check ride and I'm quizzing him, you know, asking him questions. And uh, he tells me that he's nervous. And uh, I didn't really, this was kind of just off the fly, but I said, uh, why are you nervous? There's really two outcomes that could happen with this. Um, you either pass or fail. And if you fail this check ride, um, you should at least learn from it. So you walk out of there as a better pilot. So really either way, uh, whether he passes or fails, he he's going to improve as a, as a person and as a pilot. So uh, I told him that. And when I walked out of there, I wish someone had told me that uh, six months ago. Mm -hmm. And 
that really just kind of hit me. That's when this whole thing came full circle. And I just realized that in the end, I became a better pilot uh, because of this failure. So I thought that was a good, uh, good moral. And um, yeah, now I'm working on my next cert uh, certificate, which is, uh, oh no, sorry, my next rating, uh, which is gonna allow me to become a flight instructor. So now I could be able to teach people how to fly, which is pretty big. And uh, I encountered the same problem. You know, I'm rusty. I haven't flown in a while, um, but this time I know what to do. So I'll be better this time. So in a way, I guess I'm glad that I had this failure uh, throughout my training. And I think I'm a better person because of it. And so I'm kind of glad it happened. <laughs> yes. Dude. Thank you so much for sharing that. I I had to write down a lot of wisdom that you were saying. I was like, I was like oh my God, that's taking, good stuff. It's good stuff. Taking notes over there. Yes. I was like, well, now I'm going to have to like, like put this on my motivational um, wall that I'm thinking about creating um, just to look at it, you know, every morning. Um, so let me just share with you a little bit of what I wrote from what I heard from you and your story. You know, I don't know if okay. you've seen this or not, um, but at the beginning you mentioned, um, you know, before you got into the story, you mentioned that you learn from this failure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so when you messed up on that, that deep turn, I believe is what you said. Oh, steep turn. Steep, steep. turn. Yes. Sorry. I know I mumble a little. <laughs> No, 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 no. You probably said steep turn. I just, I, it's me. Trust me. You're fine. Um, yeah. And this is vulnerability time. We're, we're going to fuck up here. It's okay. Um, <laughs> you asked them, could you try again? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, that there is symbolic, um, and a sign of determination and continuation. Um, mm -hmm. and then, you know, uh, someone said that you're a private pilot and that mm -hmm. hurt you know that hurt yeah. um, eventually you know that you you said in your story that it became an opportunity to learn you know what I mean mm -hmm. but it hurt at first yeah. and how many of us you know what I mean like when there is a certain you know I don't want to say not I don't want to say everyone's a naysayer um because some folks, it's just like, okay, wow, that actually was an opportunity to learn. But however, it doesn't feel like that at first, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, there's a lot of folks out there, you know, you know, what? I'll just speak for myself, you know what I mean? Where I've had the naysayers and I've had those mm -hmm. that have told me things that I took as naysayer. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, some of those people were complete fucking naysayers. But some of those people, you know, it was actually mm -hmm. opportunity to learn. I just didn't really, I didn't know how to discern the difference because I was so hard on myself. I was like, you better not fail. Failure is literally mm -hmm. not an option um, until I learned, you know, later on in life, certain things. But, um, and I mean, I really, it really stood out to me. You said that it, it didn't feel good, like at all. It didn't feel good. You know, um, would you say you've had, did you have in the moment of depression that you mentioned, um, mm -hmm. did you say you had 
moments of like, do I even want to do this? Is it even worth it? Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely questioned whether I should like pursue a different path. But there's a point where you get so financially invested in your pilot training, you're like, uh, I feel kind of trapped. You know, it'd be, it'd be easier if I just committed. So not that, and I realized that was wrong. It's never too late to choose a different career path. Um, just something I could think about related to flying. That's where I go to when I have to, whenever I have to explain something, I just go to flying. Sorry, <laughs> but um, there's no, people that beautiful. there's people that go through uh, their entire college uh, experience. You know, they go through four years, they get their bachelor degree, and you know, like finance or something, and they get out and they realize, hey, I'm not sure I want to do this. Maybe right. I want to start flying, and so you know, they start uh, at like 22, they start their they're flying, they're training. So it's really never too late to start something that you want to do, in my opinion. See, and that's the thing you said, um, you mentioned earlier that um, you always mentioned flying, but I was like, hey, dude, that's beautiful. Cause one, that's you, Chris, that is you. And it's just like, we can still yeah. take something huge from it. Um, and yeah, the next thing that I wrote down, you know, is um, there was that doubt and questioning, you know, um, and eventually you saw it as an opportunity to learn. Um, but just, so I'll speak from an area where there were nas there was something said and I didn't see it as an opportunity to learn. You know, that feeling um, of that sense of kind of like rejection, that sense of um, just darkness, depression, you know, um, something that you know you just did really and the last by the way the last thing that i wrote oh that is just straight just wisdom like wow chef's <laughs> chef's make out um i call it chef's sex because it's like chef's kisses no it's chef's sex that's how good this is um yes so you retook it and passed Correct. Correct. You you didn't quit, even though you might have felt like, even though we have those feelings of giving up and quitting, you know, and it's just like, mm -hmm. those are normal feelings, you know, like, it's okay to feel like that. Like, that's kind of inevitable. Um, it's just the action of giving up. That's, that's, that's the bad guy. Um, and mm -hmm. so you retook it and you passed, Chris. You didn't give up. You did not give up. And look, you passed. And then at the end, you mentioned, this is the, this is the, okay, I'll just say chef's kiss. I'll just say chef's kiss, whatever. Um, <laughs> that was like chef's sex. No one hears that. I, I just started that. It's, it's, it's lame. Leave me alone. But um, you mentioned pass or fail it equals improvement. <laughs> Boom. You mentioned that like verbatim. Those are your words pass or fail equals improvement, you know? And this this whole mm -hmm. theme that I'm seeing here and hearing from you um, is that failure is a precursor to success. Failure can be a form of success. Just doesn't feel mm -hmm. good. <laughs> um, <No. laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, I mean, 
pass or fail, it is improvement. See, I wish I heard that years ago. Because I, 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 I I've never heard that in my life. Shit, I wish I've heard that two weeks ago, to be honest with you. Um, pass or fail equals improvement. Chris, you I, have no idea like how many people... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say that I just had it. Um, hold on one sec. So sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. I was just gonna say that as long as you don't really quit at what you want to do, you can always. You can't really consider it a failure, right? I think that failure is one of the greatest teachers that you could really learn from. That sounds kind of cliche, but no, I think it's true. No, people don't so, hear that. I've never heard that in my mm-hmm. life until last year or oh, really? a year and a half ago. Yeah. I could. Okay. Never I, feel, heard it. I feel good now. I feel good about saying that. Oh, great. Chris, <laughs> like, I'm up here, like, I ran out of room to write, kind of. Well, I write kind of big, anyways. But, I mean, it's, you know, how many people need to hear that? No one, we're not, I'm not taught that. I'm not taught that, you know, from your story, that. You know, the beginning and the end, you end up passing. The beginning, you start it, obviously. The middle is where, okay, you failed. Um, failure is a type of success. It's a precursor to success. It's an opportunity to learn, you know, things like that. You know, from what I heard from your story is, it's okay to feel like you failed, to feel like quitting. Those feelings are inevitable. Um, feelings are different than actions. And you felt like giving up. You questioned yourself. You doubted yourself. However, your actions did not do that. Because at the end, you passed. You retook it and you passed. I mean, if I could go back and tell little old me that, you know, um, dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm, of course, I'm getting emotional. I do this a lot. I do get emotional a lot. I do. I do. I do. Um, but I mean, just learn from quote unquote, learn from quote unquote failure. Um, you ask, can I try again? Um, the private pilot, you know, um, statement, you know, how many, it's just like, you know, there's so many times, you know, in my life and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, um, where there have been private pilot type of moments. Look at me trying to relate it to flying. Mm -hmm. I feel so cool. (laughs) I feel so cool. (laughs) Thanks to Chris. Yeah, you know, and it's like, you end up passing and you're no longer private pilot. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I'd say overcoming adversity is probably one of the hardest things to do. There's a couple stages something I found out at first um, you're probably going to be pretty sad that you just failed Um, but then you start to you start to I think it motivates you I think it definitely motivates you to do better to do better Um, because if it's something that you deeply care about you'll want to you'll want to improve yeah 
What would you say to those of us, and by those of us, I also mean me, who in the in the season of doubt and questioning, we want to give I <clears throat> I want to give up. I do I know, but I don't feel it. Don't feel like it. Like I just be wanting to give up, you know. So what would you say to to those of us who it doesn't necessarily, you know, um, um, be received as motivation? What would you say to those of us? Um, oh man, I mean, that's the whole a story. Basically, said to us, you know, that, that is a it's question. not the end. Yeah. Uh, I guess in the big scheme of things, it. Failure is not, it's important, mm. but it's not end all be all. Right. So relating this back to flying, <laughs> yes. um, you know, if you were to fail a check ride, it's no big deal because if you can explain why you failed and uh, what you did to fix it, mm -hmm. I think it makes you look a lot better than someone who hadn't uh, mm. experienced failure. Right. And another thing that you mentioned that um, I forgot to, well, I didn't say I forgot to write down. It's just um, you mentioned um, failure can teach you things that success can never teach. You know, yeah. um, that there's huge. You know, I and I mean, I would always I used to be a mentor. Um, so I would, I would, you know, I would say that and it sounded good and I truly meant it. However, I was not taught that in my life at all. So like, yeah. honestly, I would say just hearing it from, no one's ever told me this just in general in my life, even till this day, you're the first person. Um, not saying that people told me opposite. Well, yeah, yeah. But um, failure basically, um, can teach you things that success can never teach you. I've always been telling others that and telling myself that, but I don't always believe myself. Um, I don't always take my own advice. So, I mean, hearing it from you, I mean, shit, see, thanks for sharing this. Let's see, it is July 14th at 1.32 <laughs> p.m. I just turned 24 and you are the first person in my life to say this to me. Put that in a, uh, <laughs> hang that uh, achievement up on your wall. You hang the achievement up. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. I'm, gonna... I'm, just, I'm just glad I could get that message out because I think your parents and your family, they definitely push you to succeed in life. Yeah. But, and you have this fear that they're not going to be proud of you uh, if you fail. You know, I always wanted my dad to be proud of me. He's the pilot in my life. And when I had to call him and tell him like, hey, I failed, dad. Uh, you know, I, all I want to hear from him, all I want to hear from him is that he's proud of me. So having to call him and, and tell him that was, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, man. So it's okay. It's really okay to fail. Okay, hell, <laughs> yes, sir. Statement of the fucking century, my dude. Because it is, you know, it, it it is okay to fail, and I'm constantly, 
and I'm getting, I'm getting a lot better at it, but I'm constantly, you know, reminding myself. And I'm also unlearning the fact that failure means finished. You know, um, I'm unlearning that. And it's kind of painful unlearning that because it's just like, I was not taught that. I was taught failure means finished, you're a failure, this, this, and that. Um, but um, y'all, I'm crying, by the way. I know y'all can't see it, but I'm crying, of course. <laughs> It's like, of course I'm crying. I mean, I just am just really um, moved and motivated by your story, uh, Chris. Um, Thank you. That's yeah. yeah, that means a lot. I, I haven't really shared this with anyone. Uh, so it's definitely like definitely awkward to share, but I'm glad that at least one person could get some meaning out of this. Oh, yeah. Whoever's listening, you know, I'm sure they could get some yes dude yes dude like this this you know how many people not many people suffer with failure we suffer with the idea of it we suffer we suffer because we're not taught it's good so chris I, this podcast is international this podcast is on every major no it's just literally on every podcast platform and it's not going anywhere um when it's released Chris, in two years, you're, I mean, in two years, in 10 years, in five years, shit, in two weeks, as soon as this is released, you know, your voice, your story, you're, you're going to stop someone from giving up. You know, it's just like how many great people in our lives or great just people in general, um, we're, there are certain inventions that we needed, you know, um, like light, you know, if because it, it light wasn't perfected on the first try, you know, if yeah. they gave up, who would we, where would we be, you know? Um, so there's just a lot of, you know, it's all around us, you know, a lot of these things aren't mm -hmm. perfected at first. And it's just like everyone was in their private pilot season you know, um, but eventually they kept going in spite of the doubt and questioning with the doubt and questioning, still retook certain things and passed. And now they're able to show us that pass or fail, it is, it does equal improvement. Um, I just yeah. wish we could hear that more rather than just see it. Cause it kind of just like, oh, cool. They did that, but we don't really get to hear the private pilot season. We don't really get to hear mm -hmm. that middle, you know. So, um, mm -hmm. thanks, Chris, for sharing this. Thanks for making me cry. Oh, of course, any any time. <laughs> like, hey, it feels it feels good. It felt good to cry. It felt good to cry. Yeah, actually. Yeah, was, yeah. So. I'm a firm believer that you need a good cry every now and then. You need, so. you need a good great cry every now and then. Yeah, dude. Um, thanks so much, Chris. Um, of course, as always. Of course. Hmm. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yo, ooh, before I wrap up, two things. One, is there any final last thoughts that you wanted to say? And then two, pick four friends, give them a shout out by first name only. Because <laughs> I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know how a podcast works with the last names. And I don't, I don't want to read up on it. 
I don't want to get a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to read up on it. It's too much work. It's just like, I it's first names. Woo! Give them a shout out. Totally. I totally understand that. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll just start off with, in my story, he had a little debut. Uh, my friend Jaden, that's who I actually told the, uh, like that quote to, um, you know, like the two outcomes, you either pass or fail. That's who I told that to, my friend Jaden. Uh, my brother, Nick, uh, he's always been there. Is his brother or is uh, his out brother? Both, actually. Oh, so related oh. and Fidel, yes. I know it's uh yeah it's definitely cool being having like Fidel and actual brother. Right. Shout out to Nick, he was my brother. Uh my friend Clay, he's actually my little. <laughs> and then uh Aww. I guess my my dad too. Um Sweet. I before I called him, I had imagined that call to go a lot worse, but he was understanding so then that there that's huge someone needed someone needed to hear that i just know that someone needed to hear that i needed to hear that shit someone needed to hear that um wow that understanding man that does help in times of when we're a little under the weather um well hey dad hey Jaden, what's up nick and clay oh Fellow Fidel, hello, fellow Fidel brothers. Um, and then to any other Fidel brothers that are listening, howdy. Um, yeah, that's so cool, Chris. And um, yeah, do you have anything else? Or uh, could- I just want to say thanks for having me. It was really good being able to share this story, I guess, publicly. And congrats on going international. Hey, it's now our podcast, Chris. You're part of this now. Yes, Literally. sir. That's a good. That's a good feeling. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes, your voice is gonna be forever. Literally, your stories forever. Um. Oh God. Yes. So, of course. With that being said, um, folks, Chris's Instagram will be in the episode description below. Um, either message me or message Chris if you just want to, you know um personally reach out and say thank you um and how has chris impacted you or learn from it you know um so yeah just either let me know or let chris know um if you don't send that that doesn't mean that you don't think that you know it's just um for folks who do you know like to share their gratitude like that because i know people share gratitude in different ways um yeah have you'll have my contact information and i'll just relate to chris or you can just message chris on instagram and that all that information will be in the episode description below with that being said this is literally this is literally the definition of determination is chris like the definition of not giving up um once again this is another phenomenal episode of vulnerability time I'll see y'all next episode and next episode next either next Friday. Yeah, it's next Friday. I'll see y'all next Friday.